Welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. Anyway, I'm going to uh, do a little bit different today. I normally do the headlines and the news and views, you know, which I always do. You know, news and views that you won't find uh, in the mainstream media. Very controversial, as you know that I am. But today, I'm doing a little bit different. As you can see, if you're watching me on Rumble, uh, here's Murph. Got a little Murph with me. My sidekick, my rider die. No, she's, she's my little kitty cat. Little Murphy, I call her a little Snurfy, but anyway, uh, she's with me today, so she has her own little chair. So she's got her own little executive chair, so she can be comfy with her pillow. But anyway, today I want to do something different. So uh, when I talk on the program, I'm always talking about Revelation, Jude, Ezekiel 38 and 39. Uh, you know what the Bible says, and I'm always saying, "Hey, the Bible says this in the end time. The Bible says that in the end time." But what today, what I want to do. It's kind of actually talk about what the Bible really does say is going to happen in the end times. And so, uh, you know, you, you listen to all of us and we're talking about the headlines. We're talking this, this, this. And we're all so excited as who are looking for Jesus Christ. Like, what? The Bible said this. Well, so what I want to do is kind of tell you what the Bible actually does say. So today I'm going to actually break down and talk about the book of Jude. So. We're going to read the whole book of Jude, but don't panic. It's 25 verses. <laughs> so Jude is the half brother of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so um, it's a very important book, not just because of who Jude was, but it's in the Bible. But it talks about the apostates and the apostates doom. So as I read this, it's very short, but I want you guys to think about the Joel Osteens of the world, the Kenneth Copelands, the Andy Stanleys. Uh, you know, the uh, Stephen Furtick's. I want you guys to think about all these uh, heretical false teachers, prophets, pastors, um, churches. I say that hell song, I mean, hill song, um, which is unraveling. Thank God. I think God had had enough of them and said, Psh, that's enough of you guys. Um, but anyway, I'll see even squirt agreed my dog. He's like, what? So, anyway, I do want to break this down. I'm going to read this out of the Holman Christian Standard Bible. And uh, I want you guys uh, to listen to it. I, I read it out of this translation. I have it here on the screen because of, you're watching me, right there. Right there. No other version says that. It's doulomos, doulomos, doulos. And so in Greek, and so that means slave. A lot of your other versions are going to say a bond servant. Uh, but they don't accurately uh portray they don't actually give you the vividness of what we are we are all slaves if you're a believer a born again bible believing christian you are a slave of jesus christ that's what we are and if you haven't checked out the book um a uh, slave check it out by john MacArthur. it'll give you a whole new idea it gives you a whole new understanding of what that really means and so the HCSB is the actual only Bible that I know that actually breaks it down like that. Um, so that's what I'll be reading out of. And uh, I'm using the um, the Olive Tree Bible Study um, uh, app on my computer here to read. But I also have it here, um, right here in front of me. So um, if you want the HCSB, you're going to have to go to eBay. Because um, you're not going to find It's not in print anymore, so you'll have to find it. They have upgraded that version to the CSB, which is garbage. So if I was you, I would not buy that. I bought it, read it. I was like, this is not, this is not what I'm used to. 
And uh, I'd given my HCSB away years ago. And so I was like, whoa, something's not right here. This is not right. And so I did some research and, yeah, they changed it. So um, I'm a firm believer that when you're using a pronoun of Jesus Christ, it should be capitalized because that's reverence. In my eyes, that's reverence. That's, you know, the ESV doesn't. Um, the King James Version doesn't. Um, there's several ones that don't. But to me, I think it's important. That's just my opinion, you know. So the NASB does, the New King James does, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so let me read this out of the HCSB today. And if you want that, you're going to have to go on eBay to find it. I got this one out of Oklahoma from a lady out of Oklahoma. And I think I paid like 30, 40 bucks for it. So it's just not bad because new it would have been like 70 or $80. So, uh, yeah, just you get you. So anyway, so Jude, we're going to start with Jude. It says, greetings, Jude, a slave of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. To those who are called, loved by God the Father and kept by Jesus Christ, may mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. And I'm going to increase the font because you know me if you haven't, if you don't already. <laughs> by looking at this, you will. So anyway, <laughs> it got so big we skipped to another book. Okay. So it says, Jude's purpose in writing. Dear friends, although I was eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I found it necessary to write and exhort you to contend for the faith. Look at that. Contend for the faith that was delivered to the saints once for all. For some men who were designated for this judgment long ago have come in by stealth. They are ungodly turning the grace of our God into promiscuity and denying Jesus Christ, our only master and Lord. They came in by stealth, folks. They didn't come in saying, Hi, I'm a Satan worshiper, and this is what I'm going to make y'all. This is what we ought to do. We ought to play ACDC in church. And, uh, you know, I want you to say you can, I can speak this into existence. You know, they didn't come in like that. They came in by stealth. And Jesus warned us and said they will come in as wolves in sheep's clothing. So, uh, got to be paying attention. You got to, you have to read the word of God. You have to know the word of God. Because if you don't know the word, guess what? You're going to be led astray because you don't know. I say this all a lot. My mamma told me from when I was probably knee high to a grasshopper. And you people that's not in the South or you're not from the United States, you're like, what? When I was a little kid, taught me to read the Bible. And she always said, I don't care who tells you. So you say, if a preacher tells you this, I don't care who tells you, whatever. If you can't find it in the Bible, well, then you don't believe them. And so be a Berean is what I'm telling you guys. Be a Berean. If you go to a church and that pastor says something and you're like, what? Your antenna goes up. That's the Holy Spirit saying, whoa, ho, ho, ho. Let's hold up a second. Let's look that up. And if you can't find it, you ask that pastor, hey, where did you find that in the Bible? And if he can't tell you, you'd be like, uh, excuse me. You know, we need to have a conversation. But anyway, don't be afraid to do that. You know, don't be afraid to do that. You're, um, you're being fed by someone who 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 is an actual shepherd. That's the most important part. I see churches these days. They don't preach on the end times. They don't talk about revelation. They don't talk about what's happening. They don't talk about what's going on in the world today. They don't. Clearly, we are living in the end days. But not very many pastors are teaching about that. Why? Here's how to have your best life now. Well, let me tell you something. 
If you're going to a church that's preaching about your best life now, well, guess what? This is your best life now because your next life is not going to be this nice because tell you what, you're probably not saved. It is most, and people can write to me and tell me like, how dare you question someone's salvation? You're supposed to question your salvation. You're supposed to say, am I really saved? Because what did Jesus say when they got to heaven? Lord, Lord, we did all these things. In your name, we cast out demons. We did this and we did that. And what did he tell them? Depart from me. I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. They're like, whoa. So, yes, I am a uh, fundamental Baptist. And yes, I do believe in once saved, always saved. So don't don't think I'm saying, oh, you can lose your salvation. I'm not saying that at all. No, I'm just saying you need to make sure you are truly saved. You are truly born again. You're a born-again, Bible-believing Christian. That's all I'm saying. You need to get right with the Lord if you're not already because the Bible says anybody who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end there because you know me. I'll go on to the because I always want to preach the gospel. I always want to tell people the gospel because that's the most important thing. Because I tell you what, if you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you better call upon him now because... Time is short. And that's the whole reason why I wanted to study to do this study in Jude. So I want to do one in Jude and then I want to do one in Revelation as well because I want people to know what is coming upon this world. What is coming upon this world? There is oh, I can't tell you. It's gonna be the Bible describes it specifically, horrifically, what's coming. And so if you're not a Christian, I wouldn't wait. So anyway, let's jump back in here. Okay, so here we go. So um uh this is Jude. And he's, he's warning us about what's to come. There's apostates, past and present. And he goes, this is verse 5. Now I want to remind you, though you know all these things, the Lord first saved a people out of Egypt and later destroyed those who did not believe. And he, was, and he has kept with eternal chains in darkness for the judgment of the great day, the angels who did not keep their own position but deserted their proper dwelling. Now, you're probably, probably going, what is that all about? That, my friends... Say the Bible is, man, it's fascinating, it's intriguing, it's adventurous, it's got everything in it, right? Well, this is talking about the Nephilim. So these are the angels, the fallen angels that came down. They had sex with women, and these were the men of, of, of great renown. Remember the, the Nephilim, the giants. So tell me the Bible is not interesting for all you folks out there like, the Bible says, I don't understand it. Well, yeah, it's written in a fifth grade language. You should be able to understand it. But I will tell you why you can't understand it because you don't have the Holy Spirit. So you need the Holy Spirit to understand the Bible. So anyway, but super exciting. But anyway, that's what that is referring to. So anyway, um, and so we go on in chapter, I'm sorry, uh, verse 7 says, In the same way, Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them committed sexual immorality and practiced perversions, just as angels did, and serve as an example by undergoing the punishment of eternal fire. See that? Just as angels did. See, you got a whoop right there. Okay, so, nevertheless, these dreamers likewise defile their flesh, reject authority, and blaspheme glorious ones. Yet... Look at this right here. Yet, Michael the archangel, when he was disputing with the devil in a debate about Moses' body, did not dare bring an abusive condemnation against him, but said, The Lord rebuke you. But these people blaspheme anything they don't understand. 
what they know by instinct like unreasoning animals. They destroy themselves with these things. Woe to them, for they have traveled in the way of Cain, have abandoned themselves to the error of Balaam for profit, and have perished in Korah's rebellion. Profit. Remember that. We're not talking profit like, whoo, Ezekiel profit. We're talking about profit like, show me the money, making it rain. That kind of profit. So, really pay attention. You got to pay attention to who you're sitting under, who you're reading, who you're listening to. These people, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when they're, uh, I, I won't go into it, but if I'll tell you who you need to go listen to if you want to, uh, I'll tell you what it's called, Hit the Bar, the Kozars. I love them. I love Paulette and, Coz, and, and, and uh, oh, Lucy, their little pug, and uh, Stephen Kozar. It's called Hit the Bar, the Messed Up Church. Go check them out. Doreen Virtue had Paulette Kozar um, on her podcast uh, not too long ago. It's awesome. Awesome. And they actually came out of the New Age, New Apostolic, all this stuff. So they, I mean, they can really tell you about it. Another one's Melissa Dotry. So if you want to go listen to her, she's got some really good skits and stuff like that. But she is, oh man, you guys need to go listen to her too. She can tell you all about the New Age and the New Apostolic Reformation and all of this heretics and blasphemous stuff that's going on these days. But if you don't know the Word of God, you won't know that they're blasphemous and heretics and you won't understand. You'll hear us call them that and they'll be like, well, you're just being judgmental. No, no, no. Uh, if you know the word of God and you know the truth, you are to warn folks. You're to warn them the way of sin. You're like, hey, this is not what we're supposed to. We're supposed to tell people that. What if you're driving your car and the bridge was out? And I could tell you hey, the, the, the bridge is out. Or it could just let you drive off the bridge to your, you know, eternal destiny, right? Well, that's the same thing. If we see people sinning or if we see them living without God, what are we to do? We are to tell them, hey, hey, God made male and female. A man and a woman are to be married only, you know, we're to tell people the truth in love, in love. If I didn't, the you know, y'all can... Um, you know, people have their own ways, right, of thinking about things like this, especially those people that are caught up in that lie. They're like, well, you just people, you are just hateful and judgmental and critical. No, I'll tell you something. If we were hateful and judgmental and critical, guess what? We wouldn't give a rat's butt about you, and we just let you go to hell. We're like, oh, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, no, no matter how hard it, no one said being a Christian is easy. Nobody said that, but if we didn't love you, if I didn't love people, I wouldn't tell them the truth. That, hey, homosexuality is a sin. The Bible says it is a sin. I don't care what Joe Blow tells you. And I don't care what some pastor tells you that it's okay now. Oh, everything's different. No, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He doesn't change. This word of God does not change. So when you read it, there's exegesis, and then there's there's two different ways to read it. Now, you can read the Bible, how you, and you can get out of what you want to get out of it, or you can read the Bible and let the Bible tell you what it is, not you tell it, right? There's two different ways to do that, and we are to have the Bible tell us, right? We're, we're to be read by the Bible, okay? So... No, homosexuality is a sin. There is no 15,000 genders. There is a male and a female. That's it. You're born with what you're born with. God made you 
how he wanted you to be made. So you're, you can't change it. You cannot change your sex. I hate to tell you, you can change your physicality. You can make it look like you're whatever, but your biologics, you're never going to change your DNA. Never. Men cannot have babies. Sorry. Biologically impossible. But if you look on your iPhone, I don't know if you guys have noticed this or not, but now there's a man, a pregnant man. And uh, where do you where do you think the pregnant man came from? Oh, well, that's just a transgendered female. Right? That's a female who wanted to be a man who's now giving birth to a... folks. I want you to look at look at the world and tell me this is not going on. The apostasy of the church. We have pastors that are saying it's okay. We have pastors that are having drag queens come into the church. Where? Are the pastors? These are apostate pastors. They're not pastors. They are. They are. They are deceived and they're demonically led. We live in a world today that is led. I mean, literally, our White House is full of demons. If you guys listen to Pastor Billy Crone, you know I love him. Getalifemedia.com. Getalifemedia.com. Um. Yeah, definitely got to go check him out uh, and listen to what he has to say. He's doing a, the voodoo vampire and something other um, thing right now, a, a study on that. I'm telling you guys, mm, Nancy Reagan uh, was doing seance. They've been doing seances in the White House since before George Washington. That ought to scare the pants off you as a Christian. Here I thought we had this Christian nation. Like We were like, wow. And then I, I, I go back and dig into our history. I'm like, what? What? Of course, I live in the Bible Belt in the United States, so folks out there in Japan and in the UK and all of you guys over there in Australia, they're like, what is that? <laughs> well, it's a part of Texas, and we're a part of the South. So in the United States, literally, you could put a belt around the United States. Used to, could. You know, California kind of, I don't know what happened to California, but there are some good Bible-believing churches, pastors and preachers in California. There are a lot, actually, as a matter of fact. There's... um. Uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. There is uh, Tom Hughes at 411, Hope for Our Time. Look, I got it right and didn't call him Tom Jones. What? If he ever listens to this program, I am so sorry. But I do it all the time, and I don't know why. But his name is um, uh, Pastor Tom Hughes. Go check him out, hopeforourtimes.com. J.D. Farag, you can go to jdfarag.org. He is a part of the uh, Kenawehi, um, uh Calvary Chapel in Hawaii. Bless his heart, had to go all the way to Hawaii. He was called to Hawaii. <laughs> but anyway, you got Billy Crone, Pastor Billy Crone of Sunrise Bible Church there in Nevada. So I said Nevada. Us in Texas, we call that Nevada, but it's Nevada. It's kind of like when we say Colorado here in Texas, then people up there in Colorado say it's Colorado. So anyway, yeah, we have some disagreements anyway. But uh, yeah, so the Bible Belt is technically the southern part of the United States that are very, at one point in time, uh, very traditional and are mainly Baptist, you know, believing uh, doctrinally sound churches. But now that's gone out the window and all kinds of stuff is going on now. So, but you look at the churches now and uh, you think to yourself, wow. And I look at the apostates, the apostasy Jude warned us about, right? Then you think about it and you look at the Methodist church, 
you you look at all these other churches that are like, oh, gays are okay and homosexuals can preach and you know you can get married and lesbians can blah 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 and women can pastor and all this stuff and you're like, what happened? The apostasy of the church happened. They crept in, crept in, snuck in, and divided the church. I mean, it didn't happen overnight, folks. This didn't happen overnight. Our country in the United States didn't go to hell in a handbasket overnight. No, they long ago had this plan. They have had these world elitists have had all this planned for hundreds of years. It didn't just start, you know. It didn't just happen like that. No, even Jesus warned us this is what's going to happen. So I am warning you all, if you don't read your Bible, then you're going to be led astray because you're not going to know. How are you going to know if somebody's lying to you if you don't know what the Bible says? Just going to throw that out there. Anyway, (laughs) so anyway, we're going to move right along because, you know, I want to try to keep this, you know, you know, to where people can, you know, to listen to it and not, you know, like, oh, man, you know, I'm sorry. Because you guys know I ramble. I ramble. Even my cat's over here yawn and look at her. I don't know if you guys can see her. Look, Murphy. Anyway, I love my cat. Anyway, so it says, this is verse 12. It says, and even my dog's like, move along, Heather. Did you hear him back there? He's all barking at me. They're so bossy. Little Chihuahua's like, man, they're so bossy. I tell you what. Rescue them from the street, and then they just tell you what to do all the time. Mm. So anyway, verse 12 says, these are the ones who are like dangerous reefs at your love feast. They feast with you, nurturing only themselves without fear. They are waterless clouds carried along by winds, trees in late autumn, fruitless, twice dead, pulled out by the roots. Wild waves of the sea foaming up their shameful deeds, wandering stars for whom the blackness of darkness is reserved forever. Woo! Which reminds me. If you guys have not listened to Justin Peters ministry, go check out Justin Peters ministry because he's got one on this whole thing. And he actually uses that verse. It's called clouds without waters. And it sees all about the apostate pastors and preachers. Whoo boy. You get check it out. Justin Peters ministries. Go check it. He's on YouTube. He's got it on YouTube. It's all over the place. Anyway, go, go check it out. So anyway, verse 14 and Enoch in the seventh generation from Adam prophesied about them. Look, The Lord comes with thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on all and to convict them of all their ungodly acts that they have done in an ungodly way. And all of the harsh things ungodly sinners have said against him, which is against Jesus right here. That's the capitalized H. Boom. Him. So in verse 16 says, these people are discontented grumblers walking according to their desires. Their mouths utter arrogant words, flattering people for their own advantage. But you, dear friends, remember what was predicted by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They told you in the end times there will be scoffers walking according to their own ungodly desires. These people create divisions and are unbelievers not having the spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. They creep into churches like there's this one that even he brags about. He was a Satanist because I went to a Baptist church for three years and he was a Satanist and he sat right there. And what did he do? He called he caused a division. Where do you think you hear all that? Like we want the great we we think the carpet should be like maroon. No, no, it should be white. No, no, it should be. Well, you, it's ridiculousness. But it all you would believe 
how it happens. And uh, they'll just come in and they'll start grumbling, you know, start real, you know, like about the new pastor, like what they'll start grumbling about the pastor and giving their opinions and like, you know, just kind of starting like little stuff all over the place. The next thing you know, it's like wildfire. Where do you think it comes from, folks? Hmm. Anyway, listen to Pastor Billy Crone. He's got some good stuff. Anyway, exhortation and the benediction. So here, but you, dear friends, as you build yourselves up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, expecting the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ for eternal life. Have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. Have mercy on others but with fear, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. Now to him who is able to protect you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless and with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, power, and authority before all time, now and forever. Amen. That is the book of Jude, which is the half-brother of Jesus Christ. So, you look at that and you, you're like, wow, that's a lot of stuff in that little power-packed book, right? So if you stay tuned to the next program, I'm actually going to do the book of Revelation. So if anybody tells you it's the book of Revelations, you need to tell them they need to read the book of Revelation. Like, have you read it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Every time. If you know your Bible and you know the way and when people say that, like, have you, you know, they put the S on the end. We're like, it's not revelations it was the revelation of jesus christ but anyway that's a pet peeve of all of ours but anyway the more you read your bible the more you'll understand you know but anyway i love it because i'm just gonna start with this now i'll end with this because revelation is the only book in the bible that actually gives you a blessing for reading it it's good 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 so anyway so I, I, I love it because here it is. Here's the prologue. So the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave him to show his slaves what must quickly take place. He sent it and signified it through his angel to his slave, John, who testified to God's word into the testimony about Jesus Christ and all he saw. The one who reads this is blessed. And those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep what is written in it are blessed because the time is near. What? What? And they're always telling, oh, don't worry about reading Revelation. You can't understand it anyway. No, y'all don't even. I'll tell you what. You have the Holy Spirit. You can read the book of Revelation and you can understand it. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that guides you into all truth. And you'll be blessed by reading it. What? Yes. Take that. And what does my dad always say? Put that in your pop and smoke it. <laughs> oh, Anyway. Because it says, look, he's coming with the clouds and every eye will see him, including those who pierced him. And all the families of the earth will mourn over him. This is certain. Amen. So he is the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. That is our Lord Jesus Christ. And so what I want to do uh, on the next program is um, I want to start with the bold judgments, trumpet judgments and that kind of thing. Because I want people to understand and know what is coming upon this earth. And uh, when the church is raptured out of here, I want you guys to know what's coming. And so I'm going to um, read through that because it has the letters to the churches and that kind of thing. And I also want people to understand after chapter four, verse, I think, one, two, three or whatever, um, verses one through and three, I think, or maybe five. I'll have to read through here quick. But anyway, that's the last part in the book of Revelation where the church is mentioned. And that's why a lot of people think 
that and and you know use that as the church has been raptured because we are technically not on earth when all of this is happening we are gone we have been raptured and so the throne room of heaven is chapter four in the book of revelation and that is the last time that we are mentioned and it actually says after this i looked this is john after this i looked and there in heaven was an open door the first voice that i had heard speaking to me like a trumpet said Come up here and I will show you what must take place after this. So that's like a, the, the picture of John being raptured up to heaven to see what all is going to happen. And that's the last time the church is actually mentioned in the book of Revelation until I believe it's chapter 19 when we come back with Christ on white horses. What? Such exciting times, you guys. So if you're not a believer telling you man you do not you don't want to wait for what's coming upon the world and so um the next one will be uh the book of revelation and i hope that the holy spirit can use this um you know to uh to speak to people's hearts i hope my rambling and stuff somehow you know can help somebody anyway um with that guys uh, i'm gonna get off of here and you know me Amen. Get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much. And uh, may God bless you all and keep you all in Jesus' name. Amen. Till next time.